This is Mind Wars. I'm Chris Ryan, and on today's show, we got John Kitson from Totnes in England, who felt so strongly about making others aware about the dangers of 5G that he left his own day job in Tokyo to get into this full time. John, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me on, Chris. I appreciate it. Right, so just to give us a small brief uh, background on yourself, John, and basically, when was your awakening call on the actual dangers of 5G so much so that you felt you had to take action yourself now and not wait for others to do so? Sure. Well, I was a regular uh, listener, actually, to the Richie Allen show, and I heard an interview with Mark Steele, and I was also following an SGT report uh, on YouTube, and I was hearing about how children were getting affected in Gateshead and how a lot of them had these uh, nosebleeds since they had these antennas put into the street lamps. And I was really doing a lot of investigation into the effects of wireless technology on health. And a few years prior, I'd lost uh, my mother to a brain tumor and she was using a wireless deck phone a lot. And I was seeing about how they were rolling out smart meters in Tokyo. People were getting ill from them. They put one on my house and there was no real resistance in Japan. They love AI. They love, you know, technology, gadgetry. They don't really question anything. Whereas in the UK, I heard that quite a lot of people were refusing smart meters. And I just thought, well, you know, I just felt a calling that I need to do what I can to raise awareness of this really important issue because 5G, I mean, while we can avoid things like GMO foods, we can say no to vaccinations. I mean, for the moment we can, um, but with 5G, it's being put absolutely everywhere and, and, and you can't really say no to it because the government's going ahead and allowing these antennas to be put all throughout our towns and cities and countryside. So I came back, I got involved, um, I was invited to speak at the UKIP conference where I gave a, gave a speech there and I've been giving uh, talks around the UK in town halls and churches um, about the dangerous effects of 5G. So, and of course, now we've seen 5G get, getting ramped up even more in, in regard to the installation of it during this lockdown. So uh, more lately, I've been raising awareness about what's going on with this so-called virus uh that, that's all over the media and the fear that's being created about it and the connections also with 5g and then you know are these tests safe etc so i'm covering more ground now uh, to try and get the word out and what is the actual connection with 5g because as you know for months over here in england that anybody mentions 5g in the media on a website facebook anywhere it's almost instantly taken down straight away and discarded why do you believe that's so well, I believe because um, they really don't want it getting out that uh, there is a connection with 5G. Um, and yeah, very recently there was an article on PubMed and of course it's been removed. So uh, this is really quite unusual because, you know, when you get a scientific study and it was a scientific factual study that was put up to show that 5G could actually create coronavirus, that it's scientifically possible to do so, and that it's also able to open up the skin cells to viruses. So I just want to quickly mention this. Um, the article appeared, it was uh, I think a couple of weeks ago on the National Institute of Health website, also known as PubMed. Um, and the title of the study is 5G and the induction of coronavirus in skin cells. Now the article that came out is on my website, so people can go to www.5gawareness.com on the news section to have a look at it. Um, and just to summarize, Chris, it basically states that um, 5G technology can instigate the body to produce viruses as a cellular response. 
And not only can the millimeter waves used in 5G effectively open up the skin cells to allow coronavirus in, but it can also produce the coronavirus itself. So, um, yeah, the article's been forcibly removed uh, due to pressure. And um, as, you, as you said, you know, anything linked with 5G and coronavirus is facing massive censorship right now. We saw the uh, David Icke interview with Brian Rose taken down. Um, Mark Steele, in fact, was interviewed by the BBC over the connection, and the BBC never put it out there. But I will be uploading that to my BitChute channel. Uh, my YouTube one's getting massively censored, so I'm struggling to get stuff out there. Um, but my BitChute channel, bitchute.com, forward slash channel, forward slash 5G awareness, they'll be able to see it there shortly. Um, and another interesting fact is that the emission uh, from the beam forming 5G antennas is actually called a corona. That's, that's, that's what it's referred to as. It's referred to as a corona. So that's also uh, an interesting point. Um, so there are legal actions taking place. Uh, we see this Michael Mansfield uh, crowdfunder action against 5G, uh, which it's known as. Um, but yeah, we have to make sure people understand what 5G is. It's about identification. It's about more 1G, 2G, 3G, 4G. And definitely there is a connection in terms of the symptoms we're seeing with uh, the coronavirus and 5G. And all you need to do is read a book called The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. And it charts how previous um, installations of radio technology, such as around the time of the Spanish flu, you had these radio waves that have been introduced and you saw a whole lot of people getting sick. And we are electromagnetic beings, you know, we're energetic beings we respond to electromagnetism. So it's very naive to say these things don't affect us. Um, and, you know, there is a chap, Tom Butler, according to Mark, Mark Steele, who's saying he actually put out a press release, I would send this, to say there's no connection. And so, again, you know, in the movement, you've got people undermining the effort to stop 5G or, you know, we need to keep an open mind to everything and look at all the research. It's not about censorship. It's about having an intelligent discussion. Of course. And why do you feel that um, the governments are so hell-bent on basically to keep rolling this out no matter what the cost? Do you believe they genuinely know the health effects or is something a case of that in the background are bought up by lobbyists via telecommunication groups that are basically pushing them into this? Because even if that is the case, I mean, do they not realize that someday down the line, they'll all be surrounded by this radiation themselves? Yeah, well, um, you have to under, uh, you know, investigate why are their underground bases being built, you know, um, Perhaps they uh, are building them for themselves. I mean, Prince Philip has talked about, um, you know, the need to reduce the population, Bill Gates. A lot of these people want population reduction, and I think this is what's behind it. It's basic eugenics. And if you go to a website, deagle.com, that's D-E-A-G-E-L.com, it's a military intelligence website. So there's a lot of information on there about the transportation of um fighter aircraft, ships, they track uh, movement around the world of um, military vehicles, devices, and on there, there are also population forecasts, and it's forecasting that the British population will fall by 85% by the year 2025. And I yeah. believe that's down to 5G, it could be a number of other things. Um, I'll be putting out a video soon to do with The Economist. There's The Economist magazine called The World in 2020, and you've got 12 lines uh, in that magazine. And on line 11, you've got the word war. 
you know, and of course the, the preparations we're seeing, uh, the Corbett report talked about this, uh, the security at the supermarkets is almost as if they're preparing for this era of instability, of conflict, rationing, that's what we see around wartime. Um, and this is where we're headed, you know, and, and it's very alarming. Um, so I just recommend, you know, people do their own research. There are also natural cycles that are happening, such as the grand solar minimum. Uh, that I, there's a video on that on my YouTube. But yeah, I think right now there's a lot of disinformation coming from the mainstream. Um, and one important point I'd like to touch on, Chris, is tests, if that's okay. Sure, it's yeah, go for so it. Yeah. So basically, you know, the powers that be were being told in the mainstream that COVID-19 increasingly is responsible for a whole host of these new symptoms that are coming out all the time. They get bigger by the day. Exactly, right. And one of those is that it wrecks that and damages the nervous system uh, of a large percentage of people, uh, leaving lasting neurological problems and brain damage. Now, is this due to the virus itself? Because this is quite a unique symptom virus, right? I mean, I've never heard about a virus causing lasting neurological damage, but something I have seen that could cause neurological damage are these tests. And what I'm talking about are the nasal swab tests where people are getting these enormous. Uh, very long nasal swabs shoved up their nose. Now, if if our bodies can cough out viruses and sneeze viruses, you shouldn't have to sh um, move something so far up inside the nose where it's actually touching the uh, area where the blood-brain barrier is. And this is something I'm very concerned about. So um, the area where they take this sample is called the cribriform plate, okay? And this is referring to where this blood-brain barrier is. It's a single set of cells that protect your brain from toxic substances, heavy metals, pollution, um, and it also helps to your body to absorb vital nutrients such as oxygen. So it's a very important area um, in the skull. And um, if it is breached, and of course this can happen with these long swab tests, so people are experiencing a lot of pain after getting them, um, this can allow in a lot of bacteria and other toxins and cause brain inflammation. Now, inflammation of the brain, that's connected with a whole host of different diseases, autoimmune disease, schizophrenia, mental health conditions, memory loss, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's, dementia. Um, this is really serious, you know. Do we want to be taking this risk? And what is the science? Now, the inventor of this uh, PCR test actually stated that it should not be used to diagnose infectious diseases. So right. that blows it out of the water as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I think people really need to question uh, these tests because a lot of people are getting them done um, and they, they don't know what they're about. You know, they don't know the risks. Well, it's, it's fear propaganda by the, the media constantly from the government down and the people who are over the government in themselves. is just pushing onto people and that's how they have control and how they had the lockdowns pretty much all along was simply fear. Um, propaganda that kept people in their homes with no actual proper evidence or proof even COVID-19 exists um, nothing whatsoever just being pushed yeah. onto the masses and um, you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do that's it well 100% yeah and you know I mean if, if you look at the research of Dr. Andrew Kaufman and uh, you know looking at what they're actually testing for they're not testing for a virus because the coronavirus was never actually isolated in a laboratory. They're testing for this genetic material that can contain a whole host of different things uh, from a whole host of different causes. And they sampled these from these uh, patients in Wuhan, which of course is a very high amount of air pollution 
and it was one of the first locations where they switched on the 60 gigahertz 5G and the 5G and the 60 gigahertz interacts with the oxygen molecules. So you saw these people collapsing in the street and not something you'd see from a, from a virus. Why they're suddenly collapsing when, when they're asymptomatic. That is a sign that people are passing out of oxygen deprivation within the body. And the oxygen is absorbing the 60 gigahertz, therefore depriving the body of oxygen. So, um, yeah, you know, people have just got to look into this. But these, these tests, when you realize, hold on a minute, this is testing for genetic material that could be caused by all sorts of different things. Um, you know, they're unique. They've never done this testing before. It's different from what they've done with other viruses. You can just see how it doesn't add up. So when you see that the tests are not actually showing what they're showing, if it's just testing for genetic material that a lot of people have, then a lot of people will be testing positive. And um, you can then look into uh, vaccines administered by the nodes, which are now possible. They're doing this with animals. They're able to vaccinate animals uh, by uh, putting substances up the nose with a syringe, or perhaps they could be administered via a swab. So again, are they administering the virus? And of course, we've seen in mainstream articles that a bunch of these tests are contaminated. Are we being told in advance so that you know we can then make a judgment call? Are we going to, you know, by, be naive enough to get these tests or not? So does that, and I just like to share this whistleblower testimonial with you as well, Chris. This sure, NHS please whistleblower. Do. It, it's my opinion that if you're working in the NHS, if you're a doctor or a nurse, and you know that there's a lot of suspicious activity going on, you know that all of this doesn't add up, and you're afraid to speak out, or even if you're anonymously speaking out, you're complicit in this crime. You know, and exactly. you're a criminal. You're a criminal, unfortunately, and yeah. you're responsible for. Um, over 300 deaths a day, over 300 deaths a day from people who are not getting the emergency surgery they need, the emergency treatment, because your hospital is being, you know, shown to be a war zone on the mainstream media when clearly, you know, it's not it's that busy. Problem. Right. So this, this testimonial, um, this comes from a consultant at a major regional hospital in Surrey. And he's written here... Um, all staff, no matter what grade at all hospitals, have been warned if they give any media interviews at all or make any statements to either the mainstream press or smaller independent press, social media, we may be immediately suspended without pay. In my opinion, and that of many of my colleagues, there has been no COVID pandemic, certainly not in the Surrey region, and I've heard from other colleagues this picture is the same throughout the country. Our hospital would normally expect to see around 350,000 outpatients a year. This year, and these figures are impossible to get hold of, we are over 95% down on all those numbers. So I'd just like to repeat that, Chris, because this is really important that you know, if people have tuned out now, they really need to tune back in because 350,000 outpatients a year they would normally see, right, at this hospital. They are 95% down. Now, this is in the period from lockdown until the present day, so from March to, to now. And 95% down. So we're told, right, these places are war zones, but yet they've got 95% less patients. So clearly we're not being told the truth. Um, at the start, staff that questioned this were told they were being used as redundant capacity, um, kept back the deluge we were, were told would come. It never did come. And when staff began to question this, comments like, for the greater good and to protect the NHS came down from above. Um, so the usual uh, programming. Uh, the few COVID cases that we have had get repeatedly tested, 
So they're repeatedly testing single you know, individuals and that's counting as a separate coronavirus case. And every single test counted as a new case, meaning the figures reported back to the Office for, Nat Office for National Statistics and Public Health England uh, were almost exponentially inflated. It could be that COVID cases reported by hospitals are between five to 10 times higher than the real number of cases. There has been no pandemic, and this goes a long way to explain why figures for the UK are so much higher than anywhere else in Europe. And then we're on to the ambulances. This is quite amazing. The Trust has been running empty ambulances during lockdown and is still doing it now. By this, I mean ambulances are driving around with their emergency alert systems active, sirens or lights, with no job to go to. This, I believe, has been to give the impression to the public that there is more demand for ambulances than there actually is. Um, staff only wear face coverings, masks and social distancing when public facing. As soon as they're out of public view, the masks come off and social distancing is not observed. And of course, they do their dancing videos that are put out on TikTok. I mean, it's a complete joke, Chris, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he goes on to talk about all elective surgery has been cancelled, uh, the death certificates, uh, people are they're encouraged to put COVID-19 complications as reason for death, even though the patients are asymptomatic um, and haven't been tested for COVID. So, um, yeah, all of this has been massively inflated. Here you go. The fact is that regardless of what you actually die of in hospital, it is likely that COVID-19 will feature on your death certificate. So, you know, people have spoken out in the U.S. Uh, we're hearing doctors and nurses speaking out over there. Um, even Trump. I mean, you know, I don't know if Trump, I don't know whether Trump's controlled opposition or not, but he tweeted the other day. Uh, this black doctor there who was talking about uh, hydroxychloroquine and that we didn't need any deaths and his uh, Twitter account was frozen. But we're not seeing anything. We're not seeing anything in the UK. And um, if our health um, staff management do not speak out, then in my opinion, they're complete cowards, you know, and they're complicit in what's going on. So if you're in healthcare, you need to speak out now because you'll be saving lives. Exactly. It's one of the greatest scams I've ever seen in a long time. It's pretty much the, the same people that are behind this COVID-19 scam or the very same people that are behind the global warming or man-made global warming hoax. That's um, it. It's, uh, what, what do you believe yourself? I mean, so many whistleblowers, so many people have come out. The hospitals are, you know, the Nightingale Hospital in London was supposed to hold a couple of thousand people that they built nearly overnight. And all of a sudden they had numbers of about 150, give or take, at one stage. And that was it. It was so empty. They actually had to close in the end. So what, what yeah. do you feel is the, the undertone? What's behind it? Do you feel the push for what? In, in the, what's the long-term goal? Well, again, I think it's eugenics, Chris. And I think this was built with a long-term plan. I think obviously we're going to see this second wave come in around September time. This is why, you know, wherever you are, you need to be where you're happy being long-term by September, because after that, essentially, there could be no movement. You know, we could end up in a Hunger Games scenario, People need to see that film, The Hunger Games, where you're just stuck, you're, you're, you're trapped in your particular location, you know, and they're doing these local lockdowns now. I think they know that if they do another national lockdown, they're not going to get away with it at this time. But come September, October, when the temperatures start dropping, it'll be perfect for them to then, you know, um, you know enforce a second lockdown. And this is what we're up against. Um, and these people know what they're doing. You know, they, they probably have these uh, very powerful astrologers working for them who, who 
know that the, the effect of the planets on the earth and these long-term cycles are supposed to be in this Kali Yuga cycle. Um, you know, yeah, so these natural cycles, like you said, the global warming hoax, you know, we, our sun is going to sleep now. You know, we're entering into this grand solar minimum. Um, what's going to be the effect on food? You know, that's going to be affected. We've got the locusts going around the world, eating up a lot of the crops. So they know that there's going to be these shortages and we're not being empowered to deal with them like we should be. You know, we should be grow food. Uh, we shouldn't have 5G because, of course, that will affect plant growth. Um, you know, we've, we've really got to, um, people have just got to speak out. You know, if they don't speak out, uh, I mean, I congratulate you for, for starting to get involved doing the podcast on YouTube more people need to get active with this. I think it's really important. It's, uh, yeah, no, I agree. It's, um, I'm surprised even, you know, with England, 65 plus million in the country and throughout England's history, you know, such a dominant force across the world. And now it has been month after month, I've been here myself and just, there's no, there's no resistance. There's no pushback. You'll hear a couple of people talking, oh, we have to wear the mask. I don't really want and I don't agree with it, but you know what? I'll throw it on for the half an hour. I'm on the tube. Well, you're basically acquiescing to the same thing. Like you're, you're just kind of yeah. going, what's the point like it's just you, you feel so strongly about something it's like the old saying is if um if you uh, concede to be stupid and you know something's wrong well you become stupid yourself so exactly 100% it, it's a pushback we need and uh, massively um and it's something you can't do individually we have to kind of unite um together and get more people on board and um the thing about it is you know they, they go on about the second wave but do people even stop have we even finished the first wave first is that not fully out or is it you know and all of a sudden the second wave is going to come in but it's like anything that is kind of planned and all of a sudden then they let you out of lockdown for so little increments and then bit by bit they'll really back in again and they go oh there's a spike in manchester oh there's a spike in birmingham well there's a spike because the more tests you're doing obviously don't there's going to be so much more spikes and uh, the greater the light the greater the the symptoms you can keep just producing every day so um yeah. it, it's crazy what's going on they'll have then come winter time like you're saying all of a sudden then you know these wonderful vaccines because that's the only solution for humanity to get back to normality again um they'll be all of a sudden ready and i believe the people in who resist uh, like myself yourself and others um will be kind of condemned almost like the social uh, credit score system that they have in china well you can't go out so you can't use public transport unless you get this vaccine i mean the list yeah. goes on and on what's actually ahead and the agendas they have but it's unfortunately so many people are still asleep and um is doing podcasts and stuff like this, interacting and connecting with people to just make the extra one person aware and they can talk to somebody else and then you get that domino effect going. So it's much, much needed, this uh, pushback now more than ever because we are in definitely scary times and uh, we're in an information war, as we've seen, because um, when you get the truth out there, it gets taken down straight away. So you know there's an actual yeah. agenda and they label everything as a conspiracy theory when in fact it's not. Um, they know this exactly what they're doing. It's no coincidence. Yeah, so this is what we're up against, Chris. And you know, I just say to people, you know, at this time, you need to be supporting your health. You know, you need to be eating the right things. Um, there's a lot of valuable information there on YouTube. You've got Dr. Joseph McCullough, Dr. Eric Berg, Dr. Eric, Dr. Axe. Look into these people, you know, get sugar out of your diet, get GMO out of your diet. Um, start looking after your body, you know, stay active because we're going to be moving through very difficult times. Um, so, you know, you need to make your body resilient, you know, get into cold showers, you know, I mean, whatever suits you, but you, you, we need to deal with what's coming. Otherwise, we're not going to be able to cope with it. And I mean, one thing that I've done and, um, you know, I've been very skeptical about technology or not sure whether to endorse something because it, whether it works or not. But um, I came into this 
uh, possession of this, and this is called the 5G Resitone Shield. And um, it's a USB, you don't plug it in your laptop, but you can plug it into a USB uh, like phone charger, which you can stick into the wall and switch it on. You can carry it on your body and it's supposed to provide a protective radiance when not plugged in around your person. And then when plugged in, it extends to 40 meters. Now, I wasn't prepared to promote this until I could see evidence from friends, testimonials that they're actually finding that it had a beneficial effect. So I know quite a lot, number of people who are electrosensitive. So I tested it on them. I let them borrow it. And I've had really great results, Chris. Um, people have Fantastic. Said, they would get, uh, you know, irregular heartbeat. That that's become regular. The headaches have gone. Um, inflammation in their body has has gone down, um, and they're able to live in an area even though they're getting covered by this electro smog. So we've had a lot of issues with PayPal, um, you know, closing down the PayPal account and other problems. But if people want to get one, they can go to my website, 5Gawareness.com. Uh, I think people can contact me through Facebook as well, John Kipton. Um, and you know, I, I feel it's wrong if I know something that can help people not to talk about it, you know, just to give them all fear where it's like, okay, you need to give people solutions as well. And while I think there's harmful technology out there, there's also technology that can be beneficial. You know, you have bioresonance, you have, um, you know, some people are using magnets for healing. There's, there's all this stuff, you know, which is coming to the fore now as people are waking up and information is getting shared through the internet. So. I just say to people, you know, don't believe what I say, do your own research, try these things out for yourself, see if they work. Um, but the Resitone, yeah, it's been a real game changer. The only thing, you know, I mean, people wearing protective clothing, that's all fine. But if you can change the uh, waveform of something to be beneficial, that's a microwave that's harming you, then that's got to be the, the ideal uh, thing, you know, because if you're just wearing all this protective clothing all the time, then you're, you're not... Um, able to absorb beneficial frequencies, you're shutting yourself off of something called the Schumann resonance, which uh, you, is found naturally in nature. So, um, yeah, people are welcome to contact me if they have any questions about that. Sure. Um, what I wanted to touch on actually was um, was the word smart, because everybody is hearing it in their society today. It was a smart and something like Wi-Fi that everybody is familiar with, might be familiar with the dangers of it because it's just so accepted and rolled out everywhere. Um, is, is talking about Wi-Fi in schools for, for kids. We know it's bad for adults, but how actual detrimental is it to kids from four or five years of age growing up? And this seems to be the way forward technology-wise, and every kid is basically going to be radiated around the school um, morning, noon, and night. And uh, can you give me your thoughts on that? Yeah, so children are the most vulnerable groups that we have. And on my website, there's, um, there's some documents actually on the downloads page just go to 5gawareness.com and go to downloads. There's some files uh, provided to me by Barry Trower, who's been talking about 5G for years, who's ex-Navy. Uh, so, you know, he's worked with um, people in the Navy who have been exposed firsthand from microwave radiation weapons. And there's uh, some articles there on the effect on kids. So people can go to that. There's also EH um, Trust, I think it is. Uh, it's linked on my website. A lot of articles on that so people need to go to the headmasters of the schools i mean they're bringing all, all, all of these crazy measures as well for covid so sending your kid to school nowadays is simply child abuse you know i mean all these measures they're bringing they're making children play separately but um these people in the schools like the headmasters the headmistresses who are signing off 
on having this wireless technology, this smart technology in the school, they need to be held accountable. Parents need to write to them and um, basically say that they are holding them liable for any harm done to their children's health while there's Wi-Fi in the school. You know, when I was in Japan, I, I had to leave the school because they were putting Wi-Fi in all the classrooms. And I actually, the, the students, this was a secondary school, I gave out information warning about the health impact of Wi-Fi to all the students in the school on my last day. And this is what, what people have got to do. You know, they've got to um, inform other people in the school, parents, teachers, and then they've, they've got to hold these people accountable with some sort of liability notice. Um, whoever signs off, because this is the thing, the telecom companies are trying to... Um, you know, uh, not be responsible, put the responsibility on the people who sign off on having the mask. So it could be the landowner, it could be the headmistress or headmaster of the school um, that basically allows these masks or these smart meters, etc., Wi-Fi to be installed. So these people need to have letters written to them to say, look, we are going to proceed with legal action unless you meet with us and uh, discuss measures to get this technology removed. And um, basically, just finally, what, what advice would you actually just give to people? Um, you know, and not just giving them in safety-wise, but actually the skeptics that are out there and probably listen to this now and probably still thinking from all the mainstream media that's been shoved in their face for the last couple of months that, oh, 5G is only a conspiracy, and here's two other guys, a uh, conspiracy again with 5G. What do you say to these kind of skeptics to sort of, you know, wake them up and shake them a small, because it will actually affect them? Yeah, well, I say to the skeptics, I say, why are there thousands of peer-reviewed studies showing damage to life forms, plants, animals, humans from wireless radiation? You know, why are there hundreds of doctors and scientists, many with PhDs, that have signed appeals, such as the 5G space appeal, the EU appeal, um, stop 5G? You know, so if are they all wrong? Are they all wrong? You know, and and who are these so-called experts like? Uh, I think it's a Professor Grimes, Mark mentioned in his BBT interview that they're using, who, who, who just doesn't have the um, authority to speak on these matters. You know, he's not a specialist in electromagnetic fields, but a lot of the experts who are uh, speaking out about this and, you know, they've done simple tests. Uh, and one of them, I think, is on my uh, website where they've done this um, test with watercress uh, they have uh, this, these crest seeds in a box with a Wi-Fi uh, router and one where there's no Wi-Fi and the seeds just won't grow with the Wi-Fi. So simple at-home pet tests people can do. Uh, but there's so many studies, there's thousands upon thousands of studies showing that they do cause harm. And the Lancet magazine, I mean, it's one of the most respected peer-reviewed journals. That's linked on my site, Bioinitiative Report. They track a lot of these uh, scientific studies. So there's so much out there people can go to um, and a lot of it's on the links page on my site. But yeah, I would just say to people who are skeptics, look at the science, look at the science directly. Don't go to the BBT News because they can twist and, and pick and choose what they're going to broadcast. But you want to go to the journals, directly to the journals. PubMed, for example, they've got a huge collection. Obviously, they've started taking stuff down now, like this 5G coronavirus study. But there's still a lot of other studies that are still up there. So while we have the freedom and, and um, ability to access these studies, we need to do so. So, uh, yeah. But uh, thanks for having me on, Chris. Really appreciate it. No worries. And lastly, you've mentioned already, but where can uh, people actually find you and actually support you as well? Sure. Thanks a lot. So people can donate through my website, 5 Uh 
um, and they, they can also get a number of other things. There is a site offering protective materials on there on the protection page. So 5dwearness.com, 5dwearness on Twitter, 5dwearness on Instagram, uh, John Kitson on Facebook, or 5dwearness on YouTube, so on BitChute as well. So yeah, people can reach out to me through any of those platforms. If they want to contact me directly, they can do so through my website. Thanks, John, again for coming on today and giving me your time. You've been You're watching welcome. Mind Wars, Be the Resistance, and I'll see you on the inside.